0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com. The only place to be in your pop culture
1: world. Hey, Greg here. Listen, if you're listening to this episode at work, because there's a few F-bombs in this episode, not from us, but from the audio in the live clip in this episode, I would suggest maybe putting the headphones on if you're listening to this at work, just a warning beforehand, but enjoy this episode about the Shockmaster. This is an episode of It Was a Thing on TV that, in the words of Sting, is going to shock the world.
2: Here we go! An anthology about the bad, the short-lived, and the forgotten shows and events in television history. This is It Was a Thing on TV. What a-
3: If I change my mind! If I give you
4: Super Train! Oh, so Episode
1: 401, Submission 917, The Shockmaster! The Shockmaster was a gimmick from World Championship Wrestling debuting at Clash of the Champions 24 on August 18th, 1993 with the gimmick lasting until early 1994. So guys, this is going to be story time with Greg. So I'm going to have to explain this and give you all some context for this episode.
5: This is a story time podcast.
1: Yes. So I'm going to discuss a man by the name of Fred Ottman. Now, Fred Ottman was a professional wrestler who debuted in 1984 and eventually worked up his way to the WWF where he was the character of Tugboat. He was like a sailor and he had like a little sailor hat on.
5: Yeah. Oh, his, I remember him. His thing was he was basically Popeye with bigger muscles.
2: Yes, and he would be he just do the toot toot. Uh, also can we say he was of plump he didn't look like Popeye he was a big boy
1: he was a big boy but then later on he dastardly turned heel on the bushwhackers and joined with Earthquake to become Typhoon as one half of the natural disasters and he would last up until 1993 as one half of the natural disasters with Earthquake where he was released by the WWF but being the 90s you know WCW would come calling and best of all for Fred Ottman, it helped that the man in charge of the booking at WCW was his brother in law Dusty Rhodes so Dusty Rhodes had this amazing gimmick for his debut at Clash of the Champions 24 Brad I'm going to have you dress up in this weird costume and I'm going to have you wear a Stormtrooper helmet from Star Wars baby it's gonna be all encased in glitter. Yeah, I had my son Cody. He made a, 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 a he did an art quest and he, he got this old stormtrooper helmet he found at the thrift store and he put a bunch of glue and put on it and you're gonna wear it and then you're gonna make your debut. So the way it would worked, okay. So there was like this big like pay-per-view two-ring cage match, the war game. It was like WCW's. Annual like big cage match for their pay per view. So it was on the heel team, you had Vader, Sid, and Harlem Heat of Booker T and Stevie Ray against on one side, the face team, Sting, British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith, and Dustin Rhodes. So they had a mystery partner. So you had Sid and Harlem Heat along with Davy Boy and Sting on the Ric Flair interview segment of Flair for the Gold. And there was this big mystery. Who is going to be Sting, Davey Boy Smith, and Dustin Rhodes' mystery partner for this big tag team match? Sid and Harlem Heat were like, who's this mystery partner? Who's the mystery partner? Well, we finally got to see who the mystery partner was. All right, let me set it up here. The way they had him debut was they put like this big wall here they had pyrotechnics and what they would do with the pyrotechnics is he was going to come bursting through the wall and it was going to be this big entrance and everyone's going holy shit it's the shock master oh my god this is amazing well guys get ready for this here we go
5: this is as it happens right yes hey,
6: Who's the secret partner? It's gonna be all I have to say is
3: All I have to say is our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other than the Shock Master! The Shock Master
6: I told you. Oh god. Oh Lord.
5: Uh, let me just stop for a second. Yes. And paint, a, paint a a a uh, word picture here. You have a plywood wall and a bunch of pyrotechnics. It comes this fat dude with a leather vest and what looks to be a a bedazzled a bedazzled stormtrooper helmet. He falls down, does a pratt fall, helmet comes flying off, and before he gets up, he quickly puts his helmet back on.
2: Yes, he quickly puts his damn helmet back on. I don't think that was a pratt fall. It looked like he may have fallen. Yes. when He was busting through the. Uh, yeah, he the, the, legit the fake fell. Wall. Yeah, that, le- I don't think that was a pratt fall. No, he legit fell
1: <laughs> flat on his ass and on live TV. It's live, pal. Yes. And funny enough, this also involved Sid. (laughs) But okay. (laughs) So. Oh my god, this is so. (laughs) So. This was like a disaster.
5: It started out as a disaster.
1: It did start out as a disaster. I'm going to play the promo in full Turned Up. So that way you can get to hear some of the comments, including Davy Boy saying that the Shockmaster fall flat on his F and R's, and along with the fact that you can hear Ole Anderson in his Black Scorpion voice try to do his damnedest to save this.
6: I'm gonna let Sting tell the people Not who man. the secret is gonna be.
3: Oh! The- all I have to say is, all I have to say is, our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other
6: than the Shock master. All right! The Shockmaster! I told you. Man, I you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Look at this Oh, Oh, man. Look oh, at you are, boss. I don't give a damn who you are. You're gonna have us. You're gonna have Vader, And we're gonna be free. Your
4: so you're the man that rules the world. They call me the shock master. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me, come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes, we'll see you at the Fall Brawl, at the War Games. Until then, ha
7: Hey, it's Computer Voice Lady. Greg had to help the Shockmaster get back up from his fall, so he will be out for a bit. But what you are about to hear is a segment from the WWE The Legends of Wrestling with Dusty Rhodes talking to mean Gene Mick Foley, Michael Hayes, and Pat Patterson about the Shockmaster and what the hell happened when he fell flat on his farking ass.
8: Obviously, I was there. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Who came up and with it? I did. I did. <laughs> but, but it was, it, Fred's a great guy. Of course, we call him Uncle Fred. I tell you, I'm gonna tell you the story quickly. (laughs) Uncle Fred, early in the day, had busted through this wall as a shock master on a flare for the goal. Busted through the wall. Everything went good. David Crockett had somebody nail a two by four on the bottom of the new wall, which was not there when he busted through the wall the First time. Okay. the voice of shockmaster was only anderson he was off in another deal with a microphone also the voice say, of the black scorpion he had the i am the shockmaster i come to kick somebody's ass you know what i mean well we're all sitting there laughing and all of a sudden the bomb went off and uncle fred poor uncle fred uncle fred bust through and he hit that tube before that David Crockett had put down, down there to sabotage my ass, had put there, and the shock master fell flat on his ass. The helmet rolled off. He fumbled for the helmet, and he I'm sitting there, he I'm sitting it. there, what we call a gorilla position, and I'm, I'm starting to rumble with the left. to where They almost had to take me to the hospital. And as he fell, and he found the helmet, and he put it back on, and the summit stood up. <laughs> and only all voice all started cracking and I'm the shock master, so at home they're watching this on television, all the kids Cody, young Cody's there with all the kids they're watching this, and the kids looked at it and frightened and laughing, and they looked at it in fright. and Cody turns around to all the other kids and he says. I think that was Uncle Fred, and, 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 and it was Uncle Fred. And if I'm laughing, the the skit was over. Uncle Fred came out in front of the gorilla position table, and he knelt down and he flopped that helmet there. And he said, and "You I can I could, stick this." I couldn't. know, I couldn't even. I couldn't even talk. He used the F word. He said, "I have this up, didn't I?" I said, "Buddy, I laughed so hard they took me had to take me to my room." I mean, I was laughing so hard. It was an amazing moment, almost as, as amazing as, as the question. My other one was the Gobbly When I see the Gobbly you was involved in. I, I, I had nothing to do with it. But we have a battle all the time, me and Vince, all the time. Which was the worst? We'll be drinking and having a cocktail together, and he'll say, Shockmaster was the worst. I say, No, the Gobbly was the worst. So Shockmaster and had to be two of the top of the line, and Uncle Fred with a great hand here became world tag team champions here. Him and avalanche, you know, an earthquake, yeah. mm-hmm. did a great job. Hector Guerrero, but that, great guy. Yeah, but that and, and Hector, great job. But man, when he bust through, and 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 fella, and I think I think he said, David Boy said, God rest his soul. I think David Boy said, he fell on his ass, but he, you know, what he did.
1: <laughs> so now, they're like, oh my God, like, we gotta save this gimmick somehow. So yeah, remember how the Shockmaster was in that vest. He had the Stormtrooper helmet.
5: Yes, right before, and this is a now quoting Davey Boy Smith here. He fell flat on his fucking arse. Flat on his fucking arse.
1: You could hear it in the
5: background. Everyone's
1: like, oh, God. And then you could clearly say, he fell flat on his fucking arse. Okay, so WCW is like, we got to save this gimmick. So, yeah, the Stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, that's gone the vest that's gone. So what do they do to save the gimmick? Well, they have Tony Schiavone interview him at a diner. So, I'm just going to play this.
0: August 1993, Clash of the Champions will go down as a memorable moment in world championship wrestling, not just because not just because of the wrestling, but because of what happened. A flare for the gold, the entrance of the Shockmaster. We've joined the Shockmaster at his lunchtime break, and as you can see, he looks much different than he did at Clash of the Champions. A lot of times we go for the spectacular entrances in WCW, and we really had one, didn't we? What?
6: spectacular well, what can i tell you I, I mean here i am sitting back to the stingers going to introduce me right all i'm waiting out there's millions of people i know it's going on my head my, hand, my hands are sweating I got goosebumps you know and all of a sudden people start yelling and screaming boom boom all these explosions i can't find the door to get out of the stage where i'm supposed to be boom i made my own door fell down on my face Hat falls off wait oh man hey I- 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 I-
0: I- everybody's talking about it, okay? Everybody's talking about your entrance, and it it was something special in itself, but what is also special in itself is that the fact that you have to go into the double ring cage, war games, the match beyond, coming up on September 19th. That's going to be a battle. What a way to come into WCW.
6: Let me tell you something. I may not be the most graceful person in the world, you know, but let me tell you something. When I get inside that ring, I mean business. I'm like a shark in the deep water, man, and I'm real hungry.
0: Yeah, and, and you're very intense right now, but I know I saw you in the hallway before you sat down here to lunch, and you seem to be a pretty nice guy. There's a lot of kids looking for your autograph. You seem to like children. Is, is that the case? Man, I
6: love kids, man. I, I can't even tell you expressed you, you know. Uh, they like comic books. I like comic books, you know. Watching cartoons on the TV. Man, I watch them all. Bugs Bunny, you know, the Road
8: Yeah.
6: <laughs>
0: Okay, but listen, get ready for war games. We're out of time. Want to come back and talk to you again, okay? Oh, man,
8: thanks a lot. All right, The
0: Shockmaster. Thank you. Did we get that on camera? We did?
1: So, the whole gimmick of The Shockmaster now is he's a clumsy guy.
2: (laughs) And this all stems. From his little fall through the wall in yes. the initial episode? Oh my gosh.
5: Yeah, I'm not buying this guy.
2: No. You know what he looks like in that get-up?
1: He looks like Mike Haggerty. You remember Mike Haggerty, the actor? The character actor
5: Mike Haggerty? Yeah, I remember Mike Haggerty. But yeah, I'm just looking at him and I'm thinking to myself, This is supposed to be a step up?
1: No, it's not.
5: Not even close.
1: (laughs) So, Chico, we're going to watch another video of Tony interviewing the Shockmaster. But this time, we get to see the debut of a young seven-year-old Cody Rhodes with a sweet-ass mullet.
5: Cody Rhodes... Seven years old with a sweet mullet. Obviously he's taking after his father at this point.
1: Yeah. Well remember, Shockmaster is his uncle, so hence Uncle Fred.
5: Right, which, right.
1: Which weird really is like weird because it's like an inside joke.
5: No, that mullet is an inside joke.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's watch.
5: Okay.
6: Oh, hi
0: everyone. You know when they send me out uh, to interview the superstars of WCW, I never know what I'm going to encounter, and as a promise, we're going to talk to the Shockmaster once again. We're at his home, all of us watching the Cartoon Network. Why all the kids around you during the day here, Shockmaster? Hey, when
6: school's out, it's over to Uncle Fred's house for fun. We're watching some cartoons, reading a few comic books, playing some games on the video game, you know, I mean... Just having fun.
0: Yeah, I understand you're having fun and people have wondered uh, why you've gone through the change of appearance. Uh, why now the hard hat? Why the shirt going to the ring like this?
6: It's out of respect for the blue collar worker. I come from a blue collar family. You know, my grandfather worked on the railroad. My dad was a mechanic. It's for all those plumbers, policemen, firemen, you know, uh, all the people that are the backbone of this country. The blue collar worker.
0: There's no doubt about it. You've made quite an impact in the WCW and <laughs> what do you know?
5: Yeah, well, I want
0: to know about the fact that you can't really stand on your feet a lot of times. You spilled water on me our last interview. You're kind of clumsy, as a lot of people have told me, and it's obvious.
6: I'm clumsy, okay? I was always the big kid. I fell down a lot. I took it a bump in the doorways, you know. I stumbled, you know. Right Hey, but when the bell rings, everybody's seen the war games. When the bell rings, I'm in charge. Will you please blow us up? Oh, sure, no problem.
0: Hey, can I ask you about... Yeah, but they call you Uncle Fred. Why Uncle Fred? We don't really know the shot. Yeah, look, Uncle
6: Fred, look at the wall. Okay. well,
0: let's talk about War Games and Match Beyond. What was going through your mind when you went right
6: through the double cage? There was nothing. It was instinct, man. All I could think of was helping my partners, helping my team. I ripped the door open. I tore through the ropes. From one ring to the next ring. Threw guys to the left. Threw guys to the right. Took a punch, guys. Then grabbed somebody and squeezed and squeezed and squeezed till I heard the ribs start popping. And then, Robbie oh, said, Oh God. I love it. Hey, it's time for me to make it real big. Watch Uh, out, because here I come. Uncle Fred, big enough. (laughs) Uncle
5: Fred, Uncle Fred, that's good. Uncle Fred, Uncle Fred, you can stop now, Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred, you can really do it. i'm not mistaken that was about 1993 1994 yeah so they would be watching the cartoon network they would be watching cow and chicken dexter's lab swat cats reruns two stupid dogs all that and i'm noticing little cody rhodes in the corner he looks nothing like he does today he looks absolutely nothing like he does today oh no that is pre aew thats pre go big show cody rhodes yeah that's right I just referenced future entry <laughs> go big show oh
1: oh geez now we gotta put that in the list I never thought we'd ever consider the go big show as a candidate it's terrible Greg oh it was terrible it was definitely terrible I gotta say Cody you made the right decision go back to WWE rather than do that again Oh, do you want to hear his entrance music?
5: Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: I do. All right. So this is this is from a match with uh, Tony Schiavone, Jesse Ventura on commentary, and this says, "Now read the title here, Chico."
5: <sighs> Shockmaster, worst theme song ever. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest
3: it is set for one fall. Introducing. Ver- for 400 pounds, the Shut Master. I've always wanted to ask, is, is that you playing the guitar, Jeff, on his Whoa,
6: music? I was just going to say, that's the yeah. souriest entrance Whoa. music I've ever heard. And I would agree. Wonder yeah. who picked that up, Let's go back to the ring.
1: Now, I want to read the YouTube comments because this is hilarious. Okay. At quirky 76, you know something is seriously wrong when both the face and heel announcers are in agreement. The theme sounds like three different songs poorly played. Johnny Be Good, Day Tripper, and Satisfaction. At Silence Enigma 587, sounds like someone is taking guitar lessons for the first time. At JPocalypse HD, when you play all the wrong notes on Guitar Hero.
5: This sounds like the worst cover of Come As You Are ever.
1: Yeah. But okay, guys. WCW knew. Oh, the Shockmaster. You know, we've repackaged him as Uncle Fred, like this guy who just loves kids, who looks like a construction worker. And well, it's terrible. But they have this idea they're going to have another Shockmaster they're going to have another Shockmaster. So in addition to the Shockmaster, they're going to have a second Shockmaster. So okay, here's the Shockmaster with Mean Gene Overland introducing the second Shockmaster.
8: I know this guy has been practicing his moves in the ring. The guitar needs a little work. Come on in, Shockmaster,
0: if you would. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it seems to me
6: like you're becoming a little more coordinated uh, as time goes on. Oh, well, Femi and G, I'm just excited to be here at WCW Saturday night.
0: What a Saturday night. We've got a brand new year. You've got a big year coming up.
6: Oh, I got a big surprise for you, though. Even more exciting. My best friend in the whole world is going to come right here to WCW. He's the kind of friend that stands behind your back, and thinking it thin.
8: Oh, don't keep this, uh, don't don't keep us oh, in suspense. You,
6: let me tell you, he's the Super Shockmaster!
0: The Super Shock... I have been informed just before going on the air, if you would, Shockmaster, that we have standing by, via satellite, the man you referred to as the Super Shockmaster. Let's take a look.
4: Uncle Fred, I want to thank you very much. We're inviting me here to the WCW. I know how much the little kids think of you, and how much you think of them. But actually, I don't care what they think whatsoever. The only reason I've come to the WCW is to win matches. So, <laughs> thanks, Uncle Fred.
2: <laughs> okay, let's also remember that before Super Shockmaster there was Shockmaster Plus, and then after Super Shockmaster, there was Million Dollar Shock Master, and then after that, just in the last year, we have old school Shock Master back. You know,
5: I'll be completely honest. I took one look at the word Shockmaster, and I thought is Greg? It is about forty-five minutes to a fitness device.
1: Oh, I wish! I wish I was talking about a friggin' uh fitness device. That would be like a great product for like a shake weight type device. We could get Joe Fowler to pitch it. <laughs> It's like the Shockmaster, you're guaranteed to have a great fault when using it.
5: Greg, even you have to admit, that was terrible.
1: (laughs) Oh, it was terrible. So basically, the Super Shockmaster is dressed up in this ridiculous outfit with lightning bolts, and they have like a, they give him a mask, and they put hair on top of the mask, I guess to distinguish, oh, it's two different people, even though it's definitely the same guy.
5: just so bad
1: so now chico we're gonna watch the super shock master in action
5: yeah if you remember the super shock master was basically uncle fred in a luchador mask
1: but guess what this is gonna come from wcw main event around january of 94 with Tony Schiavone and somebody get me a banana larry zabisco <laughs> on the call i guess that means between the Chimp Channel, the Super Bowl knockoffs and parodies episode, and this—we could actually make Larry Zbysko a Hall of Famer.
5: So, if you wanted to put him in the Hall of Fame mixer, you would have a really good chance. I you could would have do a that. Really good uh, case for it.
1: Yes. Somebody get me a banana.
5: Somebody get me a banana.
6: Somebody get me a banana.
1: This is Super Shockmaster in action on main event january 16th 1994. thank you monsoon classic on youtube back with you on the
3: main event our hour and a half
1: i love that there's like a Sunday, clip of a guy oh not a guy a girl screaming
3: super shock master the super shock master that's right read my lips and read the uh, video font super shock master it looks like the same shock master to me well i would have to agree he is the same size I tell you what, let's
6: see if he falls down,
5: we'll know for sure. I guess we will, won't we? Went up against Mike Thor, the super Hold up, hold up. I'm waiting for Yannick Besson to make an appearance, a la Learning the (laughs) Roots.
1: Mike Thor. Who? (laughs) That's the jobber, Mike Thor.
5: Mike Thor is the jobber.
1: Mike Thor is the jobber.
5: No clue who he is, but he's the chopper.
1: He's probably some jabroni they got from the power plant for this match.
5: Shockmaster,
3: we have seen him on an interview with... That was a good look. Well, you can't tell from here. You can't tell. Look at him. It's the same Shockmaster. Larry, I'm not sure. Uh... Into the chest. The Shockmaster had a lot more hair down his back and everything. Maybe you got a haircut. Get the mask on. Well, thank you. Have an answer for everything would you. A big needle. Lift. The super shockmaster, Gene Oakland on Saturday night previously, was talking to the shockmaster, and we had an interview from the super shockmaster who claims they are two entirely different people, Larry. And I'm, that, of course, I'm you rarely believe... wrong, but it looks like the same shock master. You're right, you're rarely wrong. You're right about that. A lot of power here big guy just overwhelming mike thor now well that's one person mike thor who definitely doesn't know who he is or who his opponent is right now now wait a second whoever it is this guy definitely a huge man and he's also breaking a few rules here which is not like the shock master or uncle fred if you will that we've all come to love and know maybe he's got a twin that escaped and now he's here and he doesn't
1: know it. Now, that could be the case. <laughs> what do you think about this theory? He has a twin, but he doesn't know he has a twin.
5: That is definitely a theory. A theory. But I can't he's... say it's a good theory, but it's a theory.
1: But he's breaking the rules, Chica. That's not unlike Uncle Fred.
5: No. No. It's not. No.
3: By the hair and a big claw hole. Oh, it.
1: oh, it's over. Thank
3: well, God. That was easy. The super shock master. I got an idea. What? Why don't you go down and talk to him okay. and see if you can find out who he is. And look at this. Whoever he is, very strong man, pick him up like a piece of paper, and this giant claw this guy's face. Let's go down the ringside, find out what's going on with Tony Schiavone.
1: Okay, well, now we're going to hear the Super Shockmaster get interviewed.
5: Clearly, we're going to get some clear up here.
1: We're going to clear up that they're totally not the same guy, even though they totally are.
5: This is right, going to be like movie the movie. time we met the robot who wasn't a robot? In action.
1: Oh, Chameleon?
5: Yes. From Doctor Who.
1: Never thought we'd get a callback to Chameleon.
5: It's always, you know what, it's always a callback to Chameleon when you see something that is so patently obvious. We've seen
3: this man on an interview on WCW Saturday night, but the first time in action the super Shockmaster and I can tell you you're nothing like the man that we know as the Shockmaster here in WCW.
4: Exactly. Any resemblance to the Shockmaster and myself is strictly coincidental. (laughs) Cheek I
1: want you to look right here. It looks like they glued a toupee Onto the mask of the Super Shockmaster. Obviously.
5: Not only did they glue a toupee onto the mask of the Shockmaster, they made it clear that they were going to cover up his identity. They made the mask cover his mustache.
1: Which you can totally tell there's a mustache underneath. Yes. You can totally tell that's Uncle Fred's mustache.
5: I see you, and I see your BS, good sir. The fact that he's a big, strong,
4: incredible individual and the fact that we're both named the Shockmaster are the only resemblances that we have. And another thing that I want to clear up is about this big man who calls himself Vader. (sighs) I hear he thinks he's the biggest, the strongest, the meanest, the toughest man in the WCW. Well, he hasn't met the super shock master yet. Yeah. No doubt about
3: it, the powerful Super Shockmaster is here in World Championship Wrestling. Fans will be back
0: right after this timeout. Hold
5: on, hold on, I gotta rewind that, I gotta turn that up real quick. You know what, big props to Tony Schiavone for uh, keeping up with the bit. Okay, listen,
1: real close.
5: (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes! Like I said, big ups to Tony Shavani for keeping up with the bit.
1: That kid who said you stink to the Super Shockmaster. Golf clap. Golf clap? Golf clap. So you're wondering, what became of this? Like, clearly this would lead to, like, some big feud between the Shockmaster and the Super Shockmaster at some point, Right. Nothing happened. They just dropped this gimmick. WCW, in a rare form of common sense, said, yeah, we're done with this. So that's the story of the Shockmaster. And eventually, Fred Ottman came briefly back to the WWF in 94. And there you go. Well, guys, before we wrap up, I want to do an eBay Price is Right. And so, guys, what you're going to be bidding on is a couple of years ago, Mattel and their WWE line released this for San Diego Comic-Con. And I want to be sure I got the right year. I think it was, okay, 2016 it came out for San Diego Comic-Con. This was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. So I'm posting this in the chat right here. Do you want to describe what the figure of the master is...
2: Okay, first off, they
1: package it backwards because they're showing his backside. Yes, because it's supposed to make fun of him busting through the uh, wall. Yeah, okay,
2: I get that now. I get that now. But, you know, so, yeah, you don't see the front. And also, it's upside down, obviously replicating him falling, busting through the wall. Uh, but, oh, then you, it looks like the backside, you can actually see the front of the figurine. That's- But he's wearing like a a long black trench coat. This is really weird. Yeah. Okay. And if you look very closely,
5: they had to cover up the helmet, obviously, because
2: Disney being what they are.
1: Oh, they probably had to modify the helmet. They didn't want Kathleen Kennedy suing their ass.
2: Oh, that's definitely a different helmet because the, the helmet that he wore looked like it had like a Georgie LaForge type of visor. Uh, albeit like either painted silver or with silver uh, glitter on it. This looks like it has like two defined eye holes and there's some sort of something going around his neck. I don't know what that's supposed to be.
5: Yeah, that's supposed to be some sort of collar. Uh, I think the vibe I'm getting is similar to, but legally distinct from a Stormtrooper
2: helmet. Yes. And, And that's just the art on the back. I don't see the helmets, unless the helmet's in the package. The helmet is in the package, but you have to look really, really close. The okay, I see it, but the thing is, in the package, it is uh, just his head with a yeah. long-ass mullet.
1: Okay. So you're going to be bidding on the buy-it-now price for the figure. So the minimum bid, I'm just going to say it right now, minimum bid's going to be $50. So no lower than $50. Chico. $100. Mike
2: Comic-Con exclusive you said? Yes. I'm going to debag Chico and go $101, but I honestly when I saw this and knew it was a Comic-Con uh, exclusive, I thought $300 off the bat.
1: 139.95.
2: Oh, well, good thing I didn't go too high then.
1: <laughs> 9.99 shipping. You know what? It's a steal compared to that $400 WrestleMania 2 ring. However much it was. It's quite
5: the steal indeed.
1: And you know what? It's worth a laugh. I gotta be honest. I gotta appreciate the detail of having him fall through that wall and replicating that. That's great. (laughs) But what can we say about the Shockmaster? Well, I got something. How about an It Was a Thing on TV haiku corner about the Shockmaster?
2: Oh my gosh, really?
1: Yes. Alright, here we go. Give us your
2: best chat GPT.
5: This sounds nice, by the way.
1: Yeah. Tripped in Grand Debut. Masked Legend stumbled to fame. Shockmaster's Strange Tale. Well, Uncle Fred, you had a great fall on live TV. You fell flat on your effing ulce, and you were a thing on TV. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. But remember, you can always go to our website over at com. We can listen to the 400 episodes that preceded this episode. We've got all sorts of great bonuses there, including mini-sodes, live shows, extended versions of previous episodes, all sorts of great stuff. And remember, we are on all social media, including Instagram, threads, and Mastodon over at It Was The Thing On TV, except for Facebook, where we are at It Was The Thing On TV podcast. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever fine podcasts can be streamed, either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, et cetera. And don't forget, we are on YouTube where you can like and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to hit the notification bell on YouTube to be informed of all future uploads on the channel, including what's coming up on the podcast in our next episode. Now, Mike, in our next episode, we're going north of the border to Canada, eh?
2: Well, not just that, but we're also going back to school.
1: Yeah. Although here in New York, school doesn't start until after Labor Day.
2: I've got opinions about that, and I don't want this episode being explicit, so I'll keep them to myself. I've been back at school two weeks now, so it's good to be back. I actually enjoy teaching. I mean, if I didn't enjoy teaching, I wouldn't be in the profession But uh, it's been a very fun first two weeks with the students back.
1: It's always weird to me when I hear people say, oh, school just started for me in early August. I'm like, really? It's like, because I'm used to it starting after Labor Day. Because to me, Labor Day is the end of summer.
2: You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But also please remember that I do work at what's technically called a year round school. Yes. So, we, yeah, that's... We, we, so yeah. So we didn't get the usual like 11 to 13 weeks off. We got a month off. We got four and a half weeks off, five weeks off. Students got six weeks off, but also at the same time, while other schools, they don't have their first major break until Christmas. Our school at the end of the first quarter, come October, everybody gets a week off and students actually get two weeks off. And also the breaks are a week longer throughout the course of the year. So that's how they sort of make it up in terms of not having a true summer break. It's added in to the rest of the year. So that's really good for the students. And I really don't mind as a teacher And, I mean, that even gives me a chance in uh, October to possibly travel for the first time since COVID. And also, sadly, or maybe not sadly, uh, since uh, I lost uh, my leg three years ago. So, you may not hear me for an episode or two or three or four, but we'll worry about that in a couple of months. But, yeah, we're going to go back to school on the next episode, whether you like it or not. And we're going to have a special guest. Ooh. Ooh. So a special guest in the sense of being actually somebody who participated on the show, not like Chris Lane when he was here back in like episode four, as somebody who is an aficionado of a series. This is actually a person who was a participant in this show. So this is a landmark occasion, I feel, for the podcast. I think so.
1: But you'll find out all about that in our next episode of It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you for the next one. Wow!
7: Becky Lynch is walking along the floor of Comic-Con when she spots the Shockmaster's Stormtrooper helmet. Becky then for fun decides to put on the Shockmaster's helmet and wanders around the floor in a daze. Becky then bumps into a large man on the floor. She then slowly takes off the Shockmaster helmet to see that is Uncle Fred himself that Becky has bumped into. Uh, so-
1: sorry, Mr.
7: Shockmaster, sir. Becky then puts the Shockmaster helmet back on Uncle Fred.
4: Hey, 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 there you go. Sorry about that.
7: Uncle Fred runs into some boxes on the floor as Becky helps him oh, make I, his I, way I'm out. Oh, sorry. You
1: really can't see it, can you? Th- this way.